What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Misguided Goddess Podcast. This is the Misguided Goddess Sion. How y'all doing today? How you doing this week? Y'all doing good, brothers, sisters, queens, kings? How we feeling? Okay, let's do our mental health check-in. Oh, I'm a little, I'm a little shaking, y'all. I have been feeling really, really anxious all week, like overly anxious, overly anxious. And I don't know, it's just like, I got the shakes real bad, but I tried some coffee. I tried to start back drinking coffee. I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have did that. (laughs) So I'm going to be taking coffee back out of my uh, morning regimen, even though it's so delicious. But I don't need it. It's just empty calories that I don't need at all. But anyway, other than being anxious, um, I've been okay. Um, still on the job hunt, you know, looking for new opportunities. And um, that's about it. I just have to say I've been really anxious. I don't know. It's like something is coming. And I can feel it, but I keep be it's making me so anxious and excited that I feel like that's what's blocking it from coming. Like I'm trying to teach myself patience and trying to calm down because I'm way too excited, you know? I don't know. And then if y'all ever smoked um gelato. Um, just know that it does, uh, intensifies your anxiety, especially if you take behavioral meds like I do. So, uh, be careful, be careful. That's all I'm going to say. I had a really bad, uh, accident a couple of days ago. Can't really go into it. Don't want to go into it. Ain't going to go into it. But anyway, just be careful y'all. Some of those, uh, hybrid, uh, strains, you got to check what they mix, you know, this, if it gets you up there, man, I definitely, I was out of this world, but anyway, um, that just, it kind of intensified my, uh, my anxiety. So I've been real anxious all week, but I have some really good news, really great news on this path to self healing. Okay. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to share this news with y'all. So, okay, it's not really news. It's just a story that I want to tell y'all that's happened to me over the past week. Okay, so I'll say for maybe the past two weeks or so, one day last, yeah, for the past two weeks or so, I do, I've been doing tarot card readings. Like y'all know I do tarot card readings. So for myself, I'll do a reading every day if, you know, the spirit moves me to. Like if, like if I'm just sitting at home and I just get this feeling like, then I look at my deck and I have to, I, I feel like that's the spirit saying, I have a message for you. Come here. So get my deck together, shuffle it up, you know, do my reading. And then I meditate on what the reading was about. So I've been doing that um, every day. Uh, last week I was writing down the cards I would get so I could kind of try to remember them. So um, maybe Wednesday. I'll say maybe this was Wednesday. Wednesday, I had an epiphany. And 
I was putting together all of the cards that I had been reading. I had been reading about healing and transitioning and change and interchange and inner peace and um, releasing baggage, things like that. And another card that kept coming up was Six of Cups. Six of Cups have a lot to do with like childhood memories and stuff like that. So I'm like, it has to be something... So every day I would meditate on it, you know, like, what is it that like, what's like, what's the message? The message, it just wasn't clear to me. So I kept asking, could you make this clear for me? Like sometimes the spirit, you know, they he, God's going to give you a message and leave you to decipher it. And once you figure it out you figure it out and if you don't then sometimes you can ask for help like so I just kept asking and I was straight up with my with me asking I I asked could you send me a sign in my dream that's the best place for me to receive messages from the spirit is through my sleep because when I wake up I remember my dream and then I journal it some well sometimes I journal it um and this particular day so that had to be Wednesday so okay I did another reading on Thursday did another reading on Friday Saturday night I had a dream that I got into a fight with uh three men two of these men were ex-boyfriends of my mom and the last man I couldn't see his face And when I woke up, I was like, damn, that was a crazy dream, man. Like, dang, that's really crazy. Like, why am I still having dreams about me fighting people, you know? So I I tried to not get on my cell phone and get on like Instagram and stuff as soon as I wake up. So, but this one day I just, I couldn't help myself and I got on Instagram and I went to my friend's story and on my friend's story, she shared this post and it was, um, a multi, multi, uh, picture post, but you know, like if it's on your story, you're going to see the first page. So the first page said signs that you were suffering from childhood trauma. Here is a thread of different signs that can represent, that could present present in in adulthood why can't I read right now I'm sorry y'all here's a thread of different signs that can present in adulthood that signify that your inner child needs healing and then that's when it dawned on me (laughs) I haven't worked through my childhood traumas I'm like I didn't know that I was still carrying that with me I thought I let that go already obviously I didn't so the post that I'm talking about right now I have it saved to my phone and I am going to um share it on the podcast Instagram once I uh put this put this pot up so okay I see all of the posts and I'm going through it. So I grab my notebook and I start journaling about the dream. And then I took that post and 
I responded to each picture. Um, growing up, I just want to say before I post, before I posted this pod, this was really important for me to share. Um, but I have to kind of talk about my mom. And before I posted this, I had to call, I'm I'm posting this so late because I had to call my mom first and I didn't know how to word it. So it took me all day to call her to tell her about what I was wanting to talk about. And I talked to my mom and I told her at the end of what I said, I said, I'm going to ask you not as a daughter to a mother, but I'm going to ask you a friend to a friend. Are you okay? I don't know how many mothers get asked that question. So I've been learning a lot and doing a lot of research. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word research, but I've been doing a lot of reading. It technically it is research, but anyway, about like motherhood. Cause I know, I know I do want to have children, but I don't really know much about being a mom. Like, can I take care of a child? Of course. I can be the child. I can feed a child. I know how to do all of that stuff. I'm very good hands-on because, I mean, I've helped raise a couple kids. so <laughs> Like a whole bunch of kids, all right? So trust me, I know what I'm doing. But I'm an aunt. I'm a godmother. I'm a sister. I'm a cousin. I'm not a parent. Like, I didn't grow a child in me. And if y'all follow me on my social media, then y'all know that um, that's the whole purpose of my healing journey because I want to heal myself and heal my body because the curses that are placed on the generations that are in my family, they end right here. I'm the one that's going to stand up. I'm standing up. I've already had this conversation with my brother. I'm the one that's going to stand up. That's going to break these generational curses. If there is a curse on my family's bloodline, I'm the one. It's stopping right here. It's stopping right here. It's stopping right here. I'm not passing nothing on that's negative to my children, to my grandchildren. I'm not doing it. No, that is stops right here. I just told my mama this on the phone. I'm like, before I have children, I want to heal myself. I want to fully heal my body. That's the reason why I bought up the book, the Sacred Woman book. That book is going to teach you how to heal your womb. And once you heal your womb, that's the, that's that's how you heal. You know, like I told y'all, heal your body. That's how, that's how you heal. Like you have to trust your body, listen to your body. It won't lead you wrong. And, um, oh, while I'm saying that, um, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, I lost my, lost my train of thought. I do want to say though, shout out to Brandy Simone. Brandy Simone made my heart smile. She, um, tweeted me last week. And it was a quote from my podcast and that never happened to me before. And I got a little emotional because this was so sweet to me. But trust your body and listen to your body. That's the way that you heal your body. And y'all know that's what we've been talking about. So I wanted y'all to know the reason why. The reason why is because I want to heal my body in order for me to carry my children. I don't want to have any issues with pregnancy or anything like that. So that's why I'm starting this. That's why I started this healing journey because I know that I'm ready to start having children. But anyway, I um, realized that once 
women become mothers, they only become mothers. You don't see them as anything but a mother. And now that I have friends who have children, I have to see them as parents. Like, I, I don't see, like, my best friend that has my godchildren, we've been best friends since I was two years old. So we, <laughs> I can't see her as my best friend that lives next door now. I have to see her as, she's a doctor, she's a mom, she's a wife, she's friggin' invincible. Like, just love my best friend. Anyway, um... <laughs> But I started, I said all of that, pulling it back, pull it all back in. I said all of that to say this. When I talk to mothers, I ask them, how are they? Like, how are you as a person? Not how's your baby doing? How's your husband doing? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Because I know that they don't get asked that a lot. So, um... I didn't want to, like I said, I didn't want to start talking about my childhood traumas without first talking to my mom about it. Just letting her know what I was going to talk about. Um, because like I told y'all, my, uh, my dad was murdered when I was a kid. Um, so I knew that I was still carrying that around with me. I mean, it's kind of something I'm, I'm, I'm really working my best to get through it I won't ever get over it but just to work through it and finally just be okay with it and I feel like every day I know that he's with me in my heart so that's been really keeping me focused and I can feel him here with me and one day last week he really gave me a sign that he was right here with me and I won't share that with you all but it was really (laughs) it was I appreciated it and when people pass, I usually just tell them, you know, the person is always with you. And that's some, for some people, it's, it's easier to say, but I really do mean it only because I've experienced it. But anyway, so that was one uh, childhood trauma that I was carrying around with me. Another trauma that I had was me and my siblings used to fight all the time. Like, you know, kids are kids. And... We we used to fight all the time, man. Just all kind of crazy shit. Like little petty. Oh my God, we used to fight all the time. <laughs> like all of us. All, my mom has six children. Like imagine the chaos. But um, each one of my siblings, you know, I've been taking the time to, which this is, oh my goodness, this is going to be an amazing podcast. And hopefully I could get one of my siblings to come on when I do this topic. Um... Even though only two of them agreed to be on an episode. But I mean, I'm pretty sure I could talk the other ones into it. They they love me. They'll do do anything I ask them for the most part. Um, but anyway, I uh, made it. An, um, instead of me saying, okay, this is my sister. This is my brother. I realized that I grew up in the house with five other people. That I didn't really know outside of us being related to each other. If that makes sense. You know how you kind of have that one cousin who you know. Oh hey that's my cousin. But you don't know anything about that cousin. You don't know what they do for a living. Don't know where they live. Stuff like that. I didn't want that for me and my siblings. But like I said that's a whole other podcast. And wow. I might save that one for next week. We might just jump into that one. But anyway. With them 
I started to have conversations with my siblings about how they feel about things now. And I let them know how I felt about what happened in the past. And we've moved forward from it with each one of my siblings. Even this is something that I didn't realize was a part of my childhood trauma to what I'm talking about right now. I had a, I don't even want to say it was a disagreement. My sister said something that hurt my feelings to me and I blocked her number. I blocked her number for about a month. Didn't talk to my sister and me and my sisters talk on the phone every day for the most part. Like my one sister, if she's not at work, we talking, but it's the school year right now. So she's, we're not talking right now because she's working, but you know, we're good, you know, but this one sister, we text all day, talk all day, send each other outfits and clothes and houses and stuff like that. (laughs) So I couldn't remember exactly what it was that this girl told me that made me so mad that I just had to stop talking to her. But I was thinking about it and I said, I thought about something that only me and her would get. And I was like, damn, I wish I could call my sister and tell her this right now, but we're not talking. And I tweeted about this. And if you follow me on Twitter, if you don't, it's at Miss CB Fab, Miss CB underscore Fab. I may change it to the Misguided Goddess podcast just so it could be easier. But um, right now I'm keeping it the same. But anyway. I was talking about how I hate having to be the bigger person. It doesn't matter who I ever get mad at. This is just something I realized about myself. I could be so mad at you and then like maybe a week later be like, why aren't we talking? And you'll be like, because you cursed me out and da 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 And I'll be like, I don't even remember that, but I'm sorry. Can we move forward? That's just me. Like there's this one girl I was friends with in high school. And I remember one time I was like, I'm not your friend anymore. And we did not talk. And one day I seen her face and I looked and I was like, why we don't talk no more? Like, what happened? Why are we not friends no more? And she was just like, you told me you didn't want to be my friend anymore. I said, well, damn, did I tell you why? And she was like, yeah, you told me why. When she said it, I was like, I said, I had to apologize because I couldn't even remember me feeling like what she had explained to me. So I text my sister today and I told her, I said, um, I was mad at you, but it wasn't fair that I cut you off without me telling you one that I was mad at you and even giving you the opportunity to apologize for it. I can't expect an apology if you don't know that I'm mad at you. So I'm going to begin to have grown up talks like that with people. Like if you make me mad, I'm going to tell you, you made me mad. I mean, if it's that important, you know, cause I'm, what I'm trying to not do is to just simply cut people off because I've had people do that to me and I don't want to leave anybody wondering. It's not that I owe that to them because even this guy that I stopped talking to, I told him off and he did, he didn't see it coming. He didn't. And if he listens to this podcast, he'll know exactly who I'm talking about. He did not see that coming. But I went off on him. I went dumb on him not him if I see him again I'm gonna act like I don't know who he is y'all seen the Kiki Palmer meme I I don't notice I'm sorry to this man I don't know this man that's me when it comes to him he knows exactly who he is but anyway I um I told him I was just like listen you need to know I don't want to talk to you anymore you are very toxic in my life toxic in my life 
And I don't need this. Like you have no benefits. There's nothing beneficial about this relationship. So I'm going to not talk to you anymore. And I don't owe anybody a reason for me not being there. But that's me just being me. I like to just give my reason. It's not that, oh, it's a back and forth because I'm going to say what I got to say. And then I'm going to just block you before you can respond. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry, because if you try to talk me out of it, I'm probably going to be allowed to talk out of it. So, no, can't do it. But anyway, those were um, those were some traumas that I had to work through. So I was releasing that. Another thing um, from my childhood that I realized in which this was the whole point of me having a dream. Um, growing up, my mom was in a domestic um, abusive relationship. Did I say that wrong? I don't think I don't like how I said that. Growing up, I witnessed a domestic violence relationship. There was a lot of domestic violence going on. Um, And I think that that's the reason why I'm still having dreams about people fighting me. And nobody ever fought me. Like, I didn't get beat on or anything like that. I don't want to get that misconstrued at all. I didn't play that. My daddy didn't play that shit. But anyway, um, just like witnessing that. Ever since then, like my relationships with men, I tell them straight up, I don't play that. You put your hands on me, I'm, it's over. It's over. I can't do it. And I remember I told my ex-boyfriend, I was like, see, the thing about me is I would never be able to be in a situation like that because I would kill you and gladly go to prison to do my time. That's the one thing I do not stand for is any kind of domestic abuse. I don't, I don't let my nephew, I don't, I, when my nieces and my nephews get into fights with each other, I punish them both. I don't play that. Keep your hands to yourself, everyone. And I didn't realize that I was still holding on to that, but I was still carrying that around for me, with me as a kid. And I just had a conversation with my mom about it. And I would, I told her straight up, I'm like, I didn't know that I was still carrying that around with me. I said, but yesterday I did a self-healing ritual and I released that baggage. And I know I released it because I felt so light when I did. I did. So I had that conversation with her and we talked about that. Me and my mom ended up staying on the phone for like two hours. And then I, we ended up staying on the phone for like three hours because I've been on the phone with my mom since at least seven o'clock. And I told her, I was like, why is it every time that we talk on the phone... I always say, oh, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. But I never hang up. I had been trying to hang up on the phone with my mom for an hour and 30 minutes. And we just kept talking and going further into conversation. Because I kept talking. I do it I do it to my mama all the time. <laughs> it's not her. It's me. Sometimes she just be having to say, all right, and then hang up. Because I'm going to keep talking. So, I said all of that to say this. I had um. Actually, I want to add this in too. I just had a conversation with my little brother. We were talking and he was like, what you been up to? So I was like, you know, just healing from my childhood trauma. So I told him about that and he got all defensive. Like my brother is younger than me, but we are all, all, all six of us. We are very overprotective over each other. Like we'll fight like cats and dogs, but you come for one, you came for all six. Trust me. Um, we can only fight each other like cats and dogs. I mean, we don't anymore since we're adults. 
the girls don't at least um that was shady i'm sorry brothers that was shady i don't know if y'all caught that but anyway (laughs) um but that's how siblings are it doesn't matter how many siblings it is like i could i could tell them whatever i want but nobody else can i don't play that don't come for my babies don't do it um and that's another thing that i realized from my dreams too I am really overprotective about my siblings and about my mom. And I remember I was talking to one of my coworkers one day about my mom and uh, I was telling her, I'm like, that's my baby and she can have whatever she wants because my mama raised all six of us by herself. (laughs) And I am very thankful for her. Very thankful for her. That woman is fucking incredible. I'm sorry. I told my, my mom is going to be listening to the podcast now. So I'm going to try to not curse as much. Cause like I told y'all, I'm the goody goody. Like I have this like angel persona in my family, but really I'm a dark rebel. No, I'm just like, really? I'm an iconic rebel. <laughs> but anyway, um, so my mom's going to be listening now. I'm very excited about that, but I am going to try to stop cursing as much. <laughs> so, but I told her, I said, I curse. I wonder. I'm like, my curse. I said, it's not like filthy, like nasty words, but I, I curse a lot. I really like saying fuck. I do. Curse like a sailor. Um, if my Nana would hear me speak like that, she would kill me. But, um, I'm sorry. I keep straying away from the dream. What I realized was that the reason why in the dream I was, um, fighting was because I always put myself out to be the protector I always have to be the superhero it doesn't matter what it is like my my siblings could be arguing and I'm gonna jump in to just like come on y'all just chill like y'all missing a vibe up like that's me that's always been me the peacemaker and I'm also like the German shepherd that's guarding the door And that's something that I had to work through. And that's not even on like my family. And that's what I wanted. That's what I didn't want my siblings or my mom to listen to this podcast. Since when I say childhood traumas, I didn't want them to just hear that. And then that just turns into, oh, I had a bad childhood because I didn't like, yeah, I know I talked about my depression as a child and stuff like that. But all the, all of those things kind of had triggers and I, I, like I said, I'm working through everything. So we're going to start from the beginning because I know that y'all are working with me, right? I'm telling y'all, I'm going to share that when I share this post about these childhood traumas, y'all going to go through each one of them and be like, damn, damn. I'm telling y'all just journal. Oh my goodness. Watch how good you feel after. I need another journal at this point. I'm almost finished with this one. I'm going to have to go to the dollar store and get some. But it it just, I, I thought that then like, I, I've still been seeing the time frequencies a lot, the synchronicities and stuff like that. And I was um watching the Hood Healer. She goes live on Sunday. I love the Hood Healer. If y'all have an Instagram, I'm going to tag her um on the podcast as well, because I, I definitely want to mention that I talked about her on my podcast. She's called the Hood Healer. She does, we've been calling it Sunday service with the Hood Healer. 
I watched it last week. I watched it this week. And I just watched her do these tarot cards as like per signs. This girl has a gift. I'm telling y'all. I wanted to book a reading with her, but she's booked until next year. So I'll, I'll be on the waiting list because I, I want I need to talk to her. But we were in the live session and she just went in about her journey and her childhood trauma and the trauma in her um, teenage years and just, oh my goodness, it was so crazy how everything tied together to stand out to me. And the message that I got from her live video was that um, she said rejection is sometimes for your protection. And that doesn't have anything to do with healing childhood traumas. But I just wanted to say that because I want y'all to know that I'm going to that's what I'm going to post on the pod. That is an amazing quote. I wrote it down like three times. I'm going to start affirm like the way that everything tied in was perfect it was like I had the readings I got the dream I seen the meme didn't alive when I started out last week I had no idea what I wanted this week's podcast to be about none at all all of this took time took place over the span of a week And during this week, I had a conversation with, I think I did a reading for my brother-in-law. I did a reading for somebody else too. And, oh, I did a reading for one of my other friends on Instagram. Um, And both of those readings were about alignment. So that's another thing that's been standing out to me a lot is the alignment. So what I realized was that when I asked um, when I asked for the sign, uh, about like to go further in detail about what those tarot card readings were, I kept, that's when I kept getting those readings for other people about personal alignment. So I kept just ahead. I had alignment on my heart. I'm meditating on alignment. I'm like, I know that that's the key. So I need to align myself, like whatever I have to do. So I asked the spirit to help guide me to align myself. And I feel like because I was aligned, that's how I've been able to see these things. The meme, the post, the everything. All things really do work together. And every time I see it, every time I see it happen, I'm just amazed. And I'm like, God, like all things really do work together. When you align yourself, I'm man, I'm telling y'all like I feel so good so that was my bit about childhood trauma so I want to tell y'all what I did on Sunday Sunday was a big day I had already planned for Sunday to be my day of self-healing because I wanted to do my yoni theme I wanted to do my candle work I cut up okay let me tell you okay so I woke up from that dream, seen that post on Instagram, meditated on it, wrote out my five-page journal entry. Yes, sis, I went in, okay? Five-page journal entry, waked and baked, made me some pancakes, 
sat outside, just felt the sun on my skin. I don't know what it was. It's just like yesterday, like Sunday outside was just calling me. Like it was just calling me. I don't know what it was. It was just calling me. I just had to have the sun on my skin yesterday. And I cleaned up. Oh, I cleaned my whole house up. I cleaned everything. I cleaned the toilet down. I cleaned the tub. I cleaned everything. Took trash. Well, no, I got to take my trash out. I don't know why I hate taking the trash. I hate taking the trash out. That's the only thing I miss about guys coming to my, well, not guys, Jordan. I miss my best friend coming to my house to visit me because every time he used to come over, he used to always take my trash out. My best friend is a, um, well, my guy friends, they're gentlemen and they treat me like a princess. I don't have to open any doors and I don't have to take out my trash when they're around. I love it. They treat me just like my brothers. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so I, um, and I'm going to, I recorded everything. So I'm going to also share this on a, um, Instagram as well. And I'll post it on the page. That way, if y'all listen to this three weeks from now, y'all go go back to the Instagram and be like, Oh, that's what she was talking about. Okay. So clean my house up. Then I had to measure, I bought a bowl to go inside Cause I, on Facebook, when I was talking about, I'm in this Facebook group for like black girls who do magic or whatever. Um, I'm in a couple of groups on Facebook, love Facebook groups. <laughs> and this girl was talking about her Yoni steam setup. So she uses a stock pot and she put, she bought a um, potty training seat. I should have went on her page to see, you know, what her body type was like. I'm a bigger girl. I didn't think that this was going to work for me. So what I did was I went and I bought this bowl that was, it's like a, um, it's like a square shaped bowl. It's like a square, but it comes out big, like around the top, you know? But anyway, you'll, you'll see it on Instagram. I use that. I put it right in my toilet. It fit right in there. <laughs> so all I need is my little bowl to do my yoni steam. So I did the yoni steam, you know, boiled the water, turned the water. Well, I did a spiritual bath first. Oh, the rose water, Himalayan sea salt. Um, I know I put Florida. I can't remember everything I put in my spiritual bath yesterday. But like I said, I post, I, I recorded everything. So you'll, you guys will see it on um, Instagram. At Misguided Goddess Podcast on Instagram. So I did the spiritual bath. And while the spiritual bath was on, I had the water boiling. So for a spiritual bath, I usually sit in a tub um, for 15 to 20 minutes. Good thoughts only. I like to listen to love songs. Um, just because that's what feels good to me. I love listening to love songs. Like love songs are my favorite music genre. I, I love love songs because I think love is so beautiful and it's so powerful. But anyway, did my spiritual bath. Um, then I did, I had to hurry up and do a set. Oh, and you guys know when you take a spiritual bath, you don't dry off with the tub, with the towel. You have to air dry. Don't be out here taking spiritual baths and then that, it, it defeats the purpose. It, 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 it honestly does. Don't, don't do it. So <laughs> I um put the herbs in, stir them clockwise towards you, you know, because you want to bring healing to yourself. I did that. So dumped these uh, herbs in the toilet. I set, So I put the bowl inside the toilet. Again, y'all gonna see all this. Put the bowl inside the toilet. Then I put the herbs in that. Close the seat down. You have to get a blanket. You have to wrap the blanket around your waist. The steam is really, really hot. It was hotter than what I expected it to be. Um... 
it was really friggin' hot. I had to kind of stand up for a minute to let it cool down some because it was really burning and that's, it's not supposed to do that. Like it's not supposed to like blister your skin. It's a steam. It's kind of like a facial, but it's for your veg. So um, it has a lot of different health benefits and I'll post that again as well as the girl who I bought my Yoni steam from again on Instagram. And I sat there for 40, I did it for 45 minutes. And while I was doing that um, in a book that, I posted on Instagram, Sacred Woman. It had this one part that I really liked and it was called, uh, it was talking about writing release letters. So um, as a part of my self-healing, I wrote release letters and you kind of just write I, write your name. And I also post that uh, book entry on the page too. So if you guys do want to do a self-healing day, then Sundays are the best days for self-healing. Sundays are also my favorite day of the week. Sundays and Wednesdays, favorite days of the week. Sundays mostly though. Um, so I wrote those as I sat there, and when I said before I started writing that, I prayed over the herbs, and I thank the herbs for their the healing um healing properties. And after you take a yoni steam, you have to lay down for forty five minutes, which I think the the what I, the last thing that I read is that you got to lay down with your legs up. So I just laid down on my back with my knees bent. And you lay down for 45 minutes. You meditate. So I did that. And then the uh, candle work that I wanted to do, you have to, after you do it, you have to go out into the nature. So what I did was I closed the toilet back because, I mean, the only steam was, steam, was, steam was done. And they still had steam coming out, too, after the 45 minutes. So... I think if you can last for like an hour, then go ahead and do it for an hour. So I did that and then I meditated for 45 minutes. After the 45 minutes, I got up and I started doing the candle work. And I bought a candle from a healthy healing candle from the House of Hoodoo. I bought this candle when I lived in Dallas. So I've been having it since then. And I never felt compelled to use this candle for some reason I never did but I did the candle work I burned my release letter I returned the herbs from the yoni steam back into the earth aka I dumped them outside in the grass and after I did all of that I came back to my bed and I laid down and I meditated again and it felt like I was levitating but even though I was feeling that good that night when it was time for me to go to sleep, I still couldn't sleep. I was up to like 2.30. It was up to 2.30. I was playing a game on my phone. I was playing solitary on my phone and listening to Mariah Carey. Wasn't sad. Wasn't happy. I just couldn't sleep. So that was my main topic for this week. Um, I just wanted to touch bases on childhood traumas because that's been coming up a lot for a lot of people that I've been seeing on Instagram as well. And I just know that it definitely resonated with me. And I'm glad it did because I feel a lot better now. And I feel like now since I know for a fact that, like I, I had already told y'all that me and my mom's relationship, I could talk to my mom about anything, but I just wanted to tell her, you know, that I, I want to move forward from that. Like, I don't want to harbor any feelings or anything like that because I don't it, I don't blame her 
at all. Like at all. I don't blame my mom for anything that happened in my childhood. Um, because one, my mom did the best that she could. And I appreciate that. And I'm pretty sure your mom, well, I hope your mom, I don't know. I'm not going, I've been hearing a lot of trash stuff about moms, so I don't want to really go into that. But if you can work on a relationship with your mom, if there's an issue there, work on it. Cause you only get one mama, but both of y'all have got to want to want it, you know? So that's my piece about that. Um, so like I said, everybody's story is definitely different, but we all have some childhood trauma that we are still carrying around with us into our adult years. And once you let it go, you're going to feel lighter. Like I told y'all on the first episode, y'all got to listen to the Erica Badu CD. I'm telling y'all bag lady, you're going to hurt your bag dragging all them bags like that. So, um, I talked about myself heal and we talked about childhood traumas we talked about some self-healing techniques and like I said everything that I did with the self-healing techniques I'm definitely going to post on Instagram so that you guys can do what I did if y'all have any questions y'all already know y'all can definitely DM me email me whatever but guess what um segment is back for this week adulting 101 <laughs> so this adulting 101 101 is real short real sweet I had a conversation on Facebook a few weeks ago and it was about how to cook rice. Again, I'm in a lot of groups on Facebook and I'm in like two like Southern cooking um, groups because I, I, I like to use other people's recipes for stuff. And they were talking about cooking rice and there's a lot of people out there, you guys, that do not know how to cook rice. So I'm going to tell you the surefire way to make some really good rice. You ready? All right. I should have recorded myself making rice too, so I could post that on Instagram as well. But anyway, you get your bowl, nice size bowl, big bowl. Take your rice, dump your rice in a bowl. Take that bowl, put some water in that bowl. Make sure that it's enough water. Probably two times higher. If you put one cup of rice in there, put three cups of water in there. Okay. Cover your rice real good. Make sure it's covered with water. Make sure it's higher than the rice. And you take that bowl and you put that microwave safe bowl in the microwave. You press time clock. You press 22 minutes. 2200. And you press start. You let the microwave do what it do. You take your strainer. Oh, the microwave went off after 22 minutes? Take your rice, dump it in the strainer, rinse it off, boom, you got cooked rice. They got people out here who out here trying to boil minute rice. You got a ball of water. It, it's 22 minutes. Put it in the microwave while you're cooking your main dish. It's going to be done by the time you finish. And that's one less pot you got to wash. All you got to do is strain the rice, rinse out the bowl, clean your bowl. Well, I mean, clean your bowl, rinse out the bowl, put the rice back in the bowl, clean out your strainer. Look at you. Look at you. Clean up while you cook. You ain't got to clean up after. That's adulting 101 for this week. Okay, so the last topic that I want to talk about is what in the world is going on? This week on what in the world is going on, I see that it's fall again. And I see that H&M is back with the shenanigans. What shenanigans, Sion? 
they're back with their, we're going to do something stupid that's going to make black people mad so it could be all the uproar on black Twitter and then other people will start buying our clothes again. Y'all didn't realize that H&M did the same thing last year with the black boy wearing a monkey t-shirt? And now this year it's a black girl with, I'm assuming she had... She has, uh, not had, she has, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm not about to play with this 4C, 4B. I'm not about to play with all that hair stuff. The girl have natural hair and it's kinky. They put cis hair in a ponytail. It's a struggle ponytail. I'm gonna just be honest. It's a struggle ponytail. I'm not saying she can't be natural. Oh no. But I'm saying, damn, y'all ain't have no gel. Y'all ain't have no water. Y'all could have sprayed a little water on her head, laid that ponytail down. It would have been fine. No, it looked like her hair was in the afro and they put all her hair together with their hand and put it in the ponytail. That's exactly what it looks like. I don't care if that child is white, black, brown, purple, Mexican, Hispanic, it don't, Asian. I don't care. Use a brush to put her hair in the ponytail if she's going to be taking a picture for the whole world to see. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if your hair kinky or not. Because guess what? My hair kinky. But I know when I'm about to put my hand up on the tail and I'm about to go out in public, I'm pull a water on the brush and I'm a, I don't, I don't, you can't, don't comb your natural, if you have natural kinky hair, do not comb it while it's dry. That's the best way to pull your friggin' hair out. Put some water on it and make it do what it do. Now, the point that I'm making with bringing this up. Black people. It's the second year in a row. Last year, y'all wanted to boycott. This year, y'all wanted to boycott. Did you boycott last year? I'm going to say I did because I didn't shop at H&M, but I don't shop at H&M. So, I mean, I went to H&M once in like 2016. I have a really cute purple purse from there. The t-shirt that I bought from there, I, I no longer have it. Don't know where it is. Uh, and that's about all that I bought from there. Oh, and I bought some studding rings and I'm pretty sure all of those are gone as well. Again, it, spend your money away. Spend your money where it's appreciated. Stop. We have to stop letting these fashion companies get us all in such an uproar. Because all we are doing is giving them free publicity free promote people still gonna shop though you know how much h&m is cheap h&m was cheaper than fava 21 used to be if they had h&m when i was in high school it would have put forever 21 and our our apostle out of business that's how cheap this stuff is i'm just saying like y'all gonna get fake mad every year come on now stop letting them do that to y'all and i'm saying y'all because again i wasn't mad because i don't care that's not my child the little black boy last year, his parents was cool with it. So, if they, again, if they didn't say nothing, what you mad for? They got their check. They got paid. They job went to the work today. They got paid. I'm not about to get myself mad over that. Like, stop. Y'all don't have to shop there. But stop giving them this free publicity, this free promotion. Y'all see what black Twitter got the power to do. Y'all, y'all remember that Popeye sandwich? Y'all can see what black Twitter and black Instagram can do for any company. So 
stop doing this. Like, stop letting them, like, y'all, companies now, it seems like companies are doing things to make people call them racist just so they could get that publicity, just so they could come back with that. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry if it offended anybody. Come on now. Y'all, just stop buying into it, please. I'm tired. Stop buying into it. I'm tired. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to wrap the pot up here. Getting a little windy, you know. But I want to say, um, I'm really excited to see what this good uh, fall equinox is going to bring to us. We also have Pluto ending its retrograde, so... We have a lot of transitions, changes, growth and growth opportunities. We have a lot of stuff coming up, y'all. I hope y'all can feel it. I hope y'all are ready. I hope that y'all align yourself with the universe. I'm telling y'all, on this spiritual journey, we have to learn to align ourselves. Once you align yourself, you get where you're supposed to be. I'm telling you, everything that's for you is just for you. Nobody can take it for you from you. Nobody can take it from you. This morning, I've seen a card about divine timing. I'm telling y'all, y'all have to watch the hood healer. Like, I feel so enthusiastic talking about this because it's really happening to me. And I can't wait to, I can't wait just so I can tell y'all about it and share it with y'all, my listeners. And I appreciate you all for listening. Thank you so much. If you are listening to this episode, just know I thank you and I appreciate you. Bless you and your mother. Now. If you guys are interested in a tarot card reading, please send me a DM on Instagram at the Misguided Goddess Podcast on Instagram. Also, it's almost September 28th. We got Locals Fest coming up. Do not forget Locals Fest, September 28th. Locals Fest, September 28th. It is free. It's free. It is free. But they will have some local vendors out there selling merch and things. So, you know, come spend a coin, come spend your money in your community with your local na- neighbors and brethren, you know, New Orleans, we're a big mixing pot. A lot of people not that's down here right now don't ain't from here, but you know, it's, I'm pretty sure you're gonna run into one of your cousins or something out there. So just come on out. It's going to be a really good time. It's called Locals Fest. It's at um, Armstrong Park. You can free parking in the Mahalia Jackson parking lot come out y'all i'm telling y'all it's going to be an amazing time so as always thank you for listening i pray that you all have a blessed and abundant week i pray that you all are well and thank you for listening have an awesome week i really mean that peace i love you